Aloha. Hello and welcome. We are back from the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Wait. Wait, from the ballerlifestyle.com is where you that's where you find all the shows. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. This is episode 495. You figure I'd be better at that by now. 495 of the show. We really appreciate you listening. If you would like to reach out to us, Remember, I'm giving away my watch, so you got to send me an email. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Just send me an email with your email address. That's the only way you can enter. You cannot enter via DM or phone call or any other bullshit. You got to send me an email. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Also, you can call the show and leave us a voicemail. 949-464-TBLS is the number to reach out. And additionally... You can support the program if you like. It would it's five dollars a month. You get all the bonus shows. You get the you get all the bonus content that we do here every week. Take for instance, let me just look at the rundown here and see what we're going to talk about later. Oh, this is an Oklahoma wo- City woman died unexpectedly. Her final wish to, was to raffle her VW Bug at her funeral. Thousands of people who never knew her showed up, and a sixteen-year-old girl won. That's fantastic. We're going to talk about that later. Lenny Kravitz has a naked video like on not the one where his dick accidentally popped out, but he had a cock ring on or something and his leather pants. Okay, we talked about that many years ago, but no, he's he's just nude. And Lenny Lenny Kravitz is like 60. The guy looks fantastic. Every woman in the in the room erupts with juices anytime Lenny Kravitz shows up on a Super Bowl commercial or something or just a picture. We're going to talk about that later. Post Malone nearly lost a $600,000 diamond down the drain. He also has his own Dallas Cowboys themed Raising Canes. We're going to hit on that. All the stories that we talk about after the regular show, you can only get if you subscribe. Additionally, I post the Friday night after show there that I do on the stereo app with our dear friend Dolomite D and others. This week it was with our, our good buddy, Super Lee and the, the the golden throated Ben 906. We do that every week. And then I share it via the red circle page. You got to be a subscriber to get that. Also bonus Bri, my solo show. There's a lot of extra content. If you like what we do here and it's worth it to you, throw $5 at it. Click the link in the show notes and you can subscribe there. I'm joined now as always by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? I'm doing okay. That's I'm good. still hurting a little bit from the baseball playoffs. The uh, yeah. Yeah. 101 wins for the O's and swept. It was a bummer. Yeah. And uh, for the several fuck faces who thought it was cute to to rub it in, that's not cool. You can all go fuck yourselves. I agree. I agree. Look, the people. I don't. People- I don't rub it. In, I don't rub it Never. in on anybody's teams. I got like because no. I don't. I, I like. I I love the Orioles. Yeah. And I was so exciting. Like. They have the second lowest payroll, and they just right. had this like wonderful season, feel good season. Right. And then I need like someone to add to the pain of them losing. Fuck off. Well, it's 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 really showing your ass, in my opinion. If you if you revel in your per, what you perceive as being someone else's pain, 
That is right. that is not a godly way to live. That is you're just a jerk at that point where you're like, hey, I I know you're upset. Let me let me uh, twist the knife. Twist. That's the uh, that's the analogy. The turn of phrase I was looking for. Let me pour salt on the wound. You know, it's just hey, every it happens. It's it's sport games. You know, it's you could sports you, will break your heart. Yeah, it happens, and don't you know, need to pile on. Yep, all the the all of the top five teams amounted to one single playoff win. So it's a, it's an interesting system they have. It's a crapshoot in the playoffs. And a lot of times it's the teams that are really having to fight it out in the last weeks of the season to, right. to make the playoffs come in hot. I think since we've had the wild card, a wild card uh, team has won the world series nearly every other year. So it's just, that's just how it goes. That's, that's the game. The best team does not always win or ever or rarely win. Yeah. So that, um, you know, I'm sorry. I would never rub it in to no, you. No, I, I'm not, I wasn't uh, implying not. you. Oh, I didn't that, think but, you were, but, um, but also tell me, uh, I was just feeling like doing a little college football betting. Yeah. And, uh, I just saw the video of a uh, another yell practice. Oh, what is and that? I was like, and I was like, okay, I'm going to take the Tennessee Vols in this yeah. one because I'm not feeling it. So yeah. that's a nice feeling. Uh, it's you know it it's just it's just not working. I don't know what this yell practice stuff it's is. It's weird, buddy. But it's it's like you feel like you're you're watching gay porn when you're watching it it's They're, like really weird like i i'm pretty sure every program has male cheerleaders but they're usually sure. they're usually standing there fisting a co-ed holding her in the air <laughs> their 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 thumb is they're actually six-packing her to keep her in the air they're like hey this keeps it you know a little more masculine the I, i've seen these yell practices and so i i can't even recall are there I know they're not part of the yell practice. Are there female cheerleaders? I think there are. I think there are. But the yell guys, they just do their own thing. And they're wearing like cut off dungarees for some reason. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, they're not that well choreographed. They're kind of bad at it. Yeah. It's a, we it's a weird tradition. And yeah. I just, I'm yeah. not. Not sure what they're going for, but yep. it's it's not working. And, and speaking. Just, just like Jimbo's not working. Right. Speaking of people that how sad it is when people define themselves by someone else's success the the i happen to know for a fact that in college station i think i've mentioned here here before i i happen to know that for a fact that in college station the um the whataburger the texas is very they're so proud of their whataburger burger chain it is not allowed to be painted its signature orange in College Station because it is too wow. close to the the real football team, the Texas Longhorns. They do, they do some of that bullshit with Michigan and Ohio yeah. State. Like, yeah, they sad. removed it in at in I think in Ohio State they removed the M's from the signs and yeah. stuff. Like, really? There's some real bitch moves all around. Yeah, I st- I still can't get over the the their. Uh, they're them being named after a, something that falls off a tree. Like they're, it's uh, a nut. See, I, 
Look, I don't yeah. like really anything about Ohio State, but sure. I kind of like weird nicknames. I do too. I do too. But I mean, uh, I it's just it, shouldn't it be like a like something that's like animate? Well, it's better than the Nets. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Or Thunder Heat. Heat. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. Wild. The wild. I think we gotta we gotta go with the wild is probably the worst one. That, the wild. that probably is the dumbest. It's what like what is it? The oh the outdoors. Ooh. The wild. Oh, it's so wild. It's so wild it, here. It could be that awful book where the wild things are. Oh. Remember how we all like we had, it was like a mandatory thing as yeah. a kid. I was like, yeah. the fuck? This kid's in his pajamas and they see some monsters and what? Yeah, there's not really any point to it. And then they then they make no. a movie of it. That had to be a horrible oh, movie. Yeah. It 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 looked like something I was never going to watch. Yeah. I have not watched it. Look, we, the things we were subjected to, first of all, there's nothing, there's nothing easier than writing a children's book, right? Like these, like somebody's like, Oh, rena- you just got a hit. You got a hit. Yeah, it, it's yeah, got to strike a nerve, a chord. How about the fact that I can respect someone who writes a children, children's book and also does the drawings. Yes. Yeah. How about the t- people who like, Oh, they yeah. just wrote the words. Well, I, like, yes. It's like, all the drawings. That's the same in the comic books. You know, Stan Lee, he didn't draw the pictures. What? He just, yes, he just wrote the words. The greatest what comic book, the greatest comic book author, all of them, all your greatest comic book authors, they just make up the story and write the words. They don't draw the pictures. At least, look, Charles M. Schultz. A real piece of shit. Just a real <laughs> dullard. Sparky. Yeah, so boring. And but at least he drew well, those he pictures. Drew. Yeah. I mean they're not they're not good or entertaining or interesting. How about that show Too Close for Comfort where Ted Knight used yeah. to draw the comics wearing a puppet yeah. on his hand? Yeah. There's no way you could make a good drawing no, with that. Impossible. And he was drawn with big markers. And I remember, you know, I was twelve years old and I'm like there's no way they actually draw on giant sheets of paper with huge, with a fat tipped tagging marker. Like there's no, no way that's not how they do it. No, that's he was using the markers that you like, uh, put your name on your, your basketball. Right. Exactly. Yes, exactly. A permanent marker on paper. It would soak through to the next page every time. Like this is, there's no way. This, and then he's got, he's got a, a puppet on a, on his hand while he, he does it. that piece Lydia Cornell is a daughter yeah and he also I mean he is one of the all-time how fucking old is this guys because he keeled over he died like early yeah, right yeah he was like I think he was like in his mid-50s when he kicked oh. off but he looked you know he was Judge Smith when he was Judge Smales you thought he was about 75 <laughs> you know it's just yeah and he was like 50 yeah yeah just just had that look to him um, Although I would still yeah, say yeah. Mr. Miyagi was an older 50. That's true. Yeah, that might be. I mean, we could almost we could almost do a tournament of this oldest, youngest, old looking okay. guys of all time. Let's let's next March. Yeah. yeah. That that'll be the tournament yeah. we have. Because we got looked older for we gotta think of them as we go because people will yell at us because we'll forget them. But Miyagi, right. Ted Knight. Robin Leach. Oh, Robin Leach is an all-timer. Robin. I think he was the inaugural. How fucking old is this guy? What about George Costanza? I mean, he was in his 30s. Yeah. With a whole cast of cheers when you see that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Carla? Get the fuck out of here with Whoa. Carla. 
George Wendt was yeah. like 32. So Kelsey Grammer, I think, was like in his 20s, his late 20s when he started <laughs> on that show. Well, he, he did lots of yeah. uh, drugs. Yeah. Yes, he, he pre-aged himself. I, I should. He wasn't, he wasn't just eating tossed salad and scrambled. No, <laughs> that's for sure not. No, he was he was he was going hard. Um, I, a couple of things I want to mention. Yes, I'm still, we're still giving away the watch. Pretty good, pretty good turnout. Mailbag what, at the ball. What, what is the, uh, the almighty brand? Luke Leon. It's a Luke, Luke Leon. Leon. Yeah. And I, and I looked up recently and this is the, look, the price of this watch has gone down since I made, since I was awarded this thing. So, but it's still, it's still a beautiful watch. I, I looked at it. I looked at the beautiful box. So it's available. We'll be giving it away. Maybe towards the end of the year because we got to give some people time to sign up. So send an email and then Ed yeah. last week, because you and I were watching the baseball playoffs, we ran, I did a little intro and then we ran some evergreen content that we made. I oh, have, yeah. got, I have gotten a tremendous amount of feedback regarding gone with the wind, the movie you described to me that I had not seen. And you had last week, a lot of people, at least three people have come up to me and said, Hey, I kind of want to watch Gone with the Wind now. Like after what you guys did, it's after so Ed talked long. about it, they're like, I'm kind of interested. I want to see what this is all about. It's so long. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing, and I just did this. I, I, I sipped my tea too early. I've just burnt my tongue badly. Uh, last week, You've done this before. Last week, I not only burned my tongue. It looked badly while we were doing it, but I had also just had my crowns put in, so my yeah. face was all asleep. I was like oh, fighting yeah. the elements. Oh, I had yeah. a bad tongue, bad mouth. <laughs> I was in bad that shape. Happens. But but uh, but I I can't stress enough. I, it it was like I remember I was just describing all this shit, and I was thinking, oh my god, we haven't even gotten to the intermission of this movie. It's so long. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, just she. She was the post. The picture you posted. She was pretty hot, but she was just always wearing big clothes. Yeah. No. I'm. It's. I'll be honest. I. I'm kind of intrigued. I might dial up. I might smoke a big J this weekend <laughs> and dial up like twenty, thirty minutes of Gone with the Wind just to get just to get the vibe of it because I feel like I got it. You did. You did a great job of explaining the movie to me. It's a ridiculous movie. It, it, but now I. I really need to catch the vibe. Back in the good old days when yeah. the South was truly the best. Right. right. Like what? Yeah. That's a little tough. That's a little tough. Uh, okay. Let's talk about some people who died. Oh, the old one. I got some requests. People, people miss it. Okay. I mean, I like them both. I like them both. It's good to sprinkle this one. You won't laugh no more. Nope. You won't smile no more. That's true. You won't laugh no more. And you won't fuck no more. So dearly departed, we hope you rest in peace. Beautiful. And who died? Uh, we got a bunch because we didn't do a, a show last week. That's right. So. Dick Buckus, 80 years old. 80. I thought I thought he was seventy eight when he was on my two dads. That was a weird thing. We were getting lots of athletes, lots of yeah. grizzled athletes sprinkled into our sitcoms. We had Alex Karras yeah. as Webster's adopted father. Yep. How about Fred? Fred Dreyer. Fred he was Dreyer. well. He, he was up for the role of Sam Malone. He en right. ended up being Hunter. 
Yeah, the, but then he also was like Sam Malone's rival on Cheers. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, who could get more ass? Uh, you had Merlin Olsen in yeah. multiple shows. You had lots of like Mormon buddy, fierce defenders. Yeah, Bubba Smith. Soft. Bubba Smith, yeah. Police Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They it was really a, it was special. What was his role in? Was he like the the ran the restaurant at My Two Dads? What was his deal? Yeah. Yeah, he did. They had, they lived, like, they lived in a loft. Paul Reiser and, of course, Greg Evigan, uh, late oh, yeah. of the, um, BJ and the Bear. BJ and the Bear. There's a concept I can't get enough of. They, uh, they lived in a loft and they had to live together because they both, they, a woman died. This is a great concept. The fucking 80s were the best. So this woman died. There was no such thing as a DNA test? Right. This woman died. She and was clearly, she was clearly Greg Evigan's daughter. You right? would, I mean, she was pretty cute. I was, what was her name? Stacy. Stacy, yeah, uh, yeah, she was cute. Yeah, like she, she didn't look anything like Paul Reiser. Yeah, yeah. So the, so the concept was, is that a woman dies, and she, well, that, the, the pilot of the show opens up where they just, oh, so one of them opens the front door because I don't think they live together. They they open the front door, and so a little girl is standing on the front door with a note. And the note is, hey, um, I'm dead, and this is my daughter, and it's one – and both of you guys nutted in me around the same time. So it's it's one of yours. Do you think it was like – a frequent spit roast situation and she no. wasn't sure or do you think it was like i was just you know i had two boyfriends See, going i don't think this is this is my naivete ed because yeah. and we've talked about this before i don't i don't think people fucked before like 1987 and then you see you see those daguerreotypes of of french whores from the turn of the century and they're and they're doing anal, and you're like, whoa, okay, all right. Yeah. So sex wasn't better, but there's no way people were doing spit roasts in the '80s, right? Oh, hang on a second. What? The the '70s? How about the like the the love decade in the '60s yeah. and See, '70s? You're right. Studio Fifty Four. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See, this is my naivete. This is the, like See, you're right. I don't think this type of shit was going on with I Love Lucy days, but. Jason, maybe Jason Stewart would have opinions on that. Oh, he would, yeah, because they had to keep one foot on the floor. They slept, they slept separately. But hold on, Ed Ricky was a band leader, so he was getting it. He was oh, a, he sure. was Cuban. B, that's why she she always popped by the the club. Right, she, she needed to stop him. Yeah, he was a he was a Cuban that ran a club in New York City where he was a musician, band leader. Hot-blooded lover. Yeah, I mean, this guy fucked. So you're right, you're right. Okay, My Two Dads is an American sitcom series that was produced. Oh, who cares? The series begins in 1987 after Marcy Bradford, only seen in the second season episode in her dreams, the mother of 12-year-old Nicole Bradford has died. The two men had com- who had competed for Marcy's affections in Key West during the summer of 1974, Michael Taylor, a successful but slightly neurotic financial vis- advisor, and Joey Harris, a struggling but laid-back artist, former friends turned rivals over their mutual interest in Marcy are awarded joint custody. So this could this could possibly I mean Key West is involved, 
Ed. This is a spit roast. And also, you know, yeah. they had a uh, they probably had a lovers quarrel. They probably yeah. were together themselves. Oh yes, Key West. Yes, yes. Oh, of course. That's what time. That's what happens in Key West. <laughs> well, yeah, and then so then and then the judge who awarded oh, them had an awful voice. I remember her. <laughs> she awarded them joint custody, and I don't know if she also lived in the building, but the she but kept popping by. Yeah, the oh yeah, she would check in, and then also there was a diner downstairs that was run by Dick Butkus that she would always be having coffee at, and everybody would. You know, it was kind of like that. It was like Arnold. Assassin between yes, yes, and the judge. There's a lot of sass. Yes, Nicole. Nicole's actual paternity is never revealed on the show, but in the episode, pop the question. Michael and Joey, after a falling out, have a DNA test to determine which of them is Nicole's biological father. The test is conducted against Nicole's wishes. She is happier not knowing who her true father is, and she destroys the results before opening them. I remember this episode. Michael and Joey later resolve their differences and reconcile. Judge Wilbur looks at the results, but throws them away without revealing them to the audience. That would get her disbarred. Yes. Yeah, that is. She has a she has a duty as an officer of the court. Stacey Keenan, what's she doing these days? And Anastasia Love Sigorsky, also known as Stacy Keenan. She's a lawyer, Ed. In real life? Yes, is an American lawyer, law professor, and former actress. Oh, she looks pretty good in this picture. Yeah, she's pretty hot. Born in, uh, where is she teaching? Is it South? Oh, UCLA. Oh, she went to UCLA. Good for her. She made something of herself. She was pretty hot back in the day. I mean, look, I was also 12. So just hold off, guys. Don't be weird yeah, about but it. But I'm seeing... I'm seeing you're right. I'm seeing adult her. She's she's good looking woman. Yeah, she looks good. She looks good. Yep. Uh, well, good wow. for her. An R.I.P. Well, Dick Buckus. Rest in peace. I, fearsome guy yeah. who you know he had a rough. He had to fight his way through childhood with that name. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just of all the names. It's just he could have gone even Richie. It would have yeah. been a tough name. Yep. Rich, I mean, so you know. Yeah. I mean, my grandpa's name was Dick. And I got a lot of dicks back then. Yeah, I got an uncle dick. Like it was just pretty much I dick, I think, was more the more common shortening of Richard than Rick was back then. Yeah. A lot of dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of pieces, we lost an all timer. Suzanne Summers, Summers, 76 years old. Pretty young. I I said I I, um, read that. While I was in the in and out drive through line yesterday, and I said to my girlfriend, Cheyenne, I'm like, oh, my God, this, this Suzanne Summers died. And I'm like, so sad. She's, you know, she's only 76. And she's like, yeah, she's had cancer for like the last 20 years. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, she's been battling cancer for a while. Pretty quick on me. Yeah, I'm me just... too. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Very sad. She, she was uh, she was lovely. She was, she, and she was she a. Made- Yes, she was a monster businesswoman. Like, really? she. So she was on, right? She was on Three's Company, another great show. I think she was on what? One or two seasons. Yeah, because she was like, wait a second. Yeah, I'm the star. I saw saw what you're paying Ritter, who was wonderful. Great. He was great. But she's like, I'm getting a fraction. I'm getting Joyce DeWitt's money. Yeah. Get out of here. Yep. 
So they replaced her with Terry and you think, oh, that's still pretty good. Oh, very hot. And you, you figure, oh, well, that's it for her. But she, I mean, she, she did shows, but she, she got that thigh master going and she was yeah. a real estate maven. Very, very wealthy. I don't, we don't have time for how fucking rich is this guy, but it was a lot. Uh, I would say if you're a uh, coming of age boy oh, yeah. who did not have cable at the time, yep. those Thighmaster commercials did the trick. Oh yeah! Wow! Whoa! Jeez! I mean, it was yeah. no, it was no uh, Jane Fonda's aerobic workout, but yeah, no. yeah, it was there. They did the trick. Yeah, fair, fair, Ed. <laughs> hey, any port in a storm, you gotta, you gotta use what sure. you have. I know. I, I knew the days. Uh. R.I.P. Piper Laurie. She was a three-time Oscar nominee. She was the the, the female lead in The Hustler or co-star yes. in The Hustler. She was in Carrie and Twin Peaks, which always had lots of buzz, and I never watched a second of it. Um, 91 years old. I, I saw the first Twin Peaks. I don't remember Piper Laurie in it, but uh, she's one of those she's one of those old-timey actresses that you hear the name a lot. So R.I.P. Thought she was already dead. Uh, R.P. Sharika De Armas, former Miss World contestant, 26 years old. Ooh, took her own life. No, I, I think I read cervical. Ooh. Michael, Michael Douglas got involved. <laughs> don't put the blame on him. I mean, I don't know. Could have been the one who put it out there. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's a very tender lover. He likes to yeah. let you know. Yep. <laughs> R.I.P. Louise Gluck, yeah. a lyrical poet who won the Nobel Prize, 80 years old. I, I got to say. The worst. It's the what's worst. with poetry? Spoken word, though, Ed. I'm very sorry that Louise Gluck passed away today. It's just it's the presentation is. Remember, remember they had um, deaf comedy at Hamilton. Yes. Yes. Remember they had deaf comedy. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is good. And then they try to spin it off into deaf poetry. Oh, and they're just barking at you. Yes, they're doing spoken word. And it's so <sighs> perform Like, poetry's bad enough if you don't perform it. Well, yeah, it's yeah. not good. I'm, uh, uh, everyone knows, though, I'm a big Pablo Neruda guy. Like, if you want to know my favorite po poet, of course, it's Pablo Neruda. But that's just me. You can have your own favorite. Uh, the only poet I can think of at the moment is uh, Robert Frost, Shel, Shel Silverstein. Oh, With that bullshit book, yeah. he he had the where the sidewalk ends, but then the Giving Tree. Horrible. What kind of bullshit story Fuck. is that? Fucking this, fucking this kid was kid an fucks asshole. Fucks over the tree, and yeah. he's like, "Hey, my bones don't work. Can I sit on your stump that I've created?" Yeah, and the and the tree just was just being a bitch, just like, "Okay, yeah, I'm still here for you, buddy." You yeah. chopped off all my leaves and shit. You made me into a house. You just, you fucked me over. You, you had a, you lived a horrible life of you're a piece of shit and I'm just a stump, but sure. Go ahead and have a seat. Yeah. yeah sit on me now. I mean, I think this Shel Silverstein, he, the problem with that book is he was writing with one hand while he was getting filleted by multiple playmates at the oh, playboy mansion. Yeah. He was, he was living the life. Yes. Uh, the, he also wrote a, a boy named Sue That's right. for Johnny Cash. That's right. He wrote it because he was buddy with Gene Shepard, the guy who wrote a Christmas story. Oh yeah. And Gene Shepard used to complain that he grew up J E A N. He complained that he grew up with a girl's name. Yeah. Yeah. Silverstein's like, oh, I got an idea. I'm going to write a song about a guy with a girl's name, a boy named Sue. It's a great song. 
Uh, I'm not going to say RIP, but uh, Thomas Gambino died of the uh, Mafia Gambinos. He was a Nepo baby, 94 years old. Wow. If you looked at this guy's f- physique, yeah, Gambino. How did he live this long? This is a miracle for somebody of that shape to live to 94. Just it, tells you money. Now, was he was he in the can or what? He's just living his life. He was living his life, but like oh. he was definitely he definitely murdered people. Oh, he's got he's that he's the worst kind of fat where you get really gross. Like if you look at him from the chest up, you think he's just a uh, um just right. like a husky guy, but then you yeah, go on below zoom, on, on Zoom. He probably people are like oh he's yeah. all right. Yes, yeah, because he doesn't really have a fat face, but he's got that gunt where you know he hasn't uh. seen his dick in twenty five years and it's just cause it's just all this just like 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 rolls are just hanging down there. RIP ninety years old. Ninety four. How ninety four looking that like that. Yeah. Uh Gail O'Neill, RIP, top model and T V journalist, only sixty one. Oh, she she was very pretty. Oh what 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 got her do we know? I didn't look at that okay, one. Fair. R.I.P. Mark Goddard, Lost in Space star, 87 years old. Have you ever seen no. a second of that show? Wasn't there a robot? Yeah, there's a yeah. robot. Yeah. I like. I heard buzz about it, and I, I think it was when I was studying abroad in in England. And I was like, all right, I'll check out. What, what's the deal with this show? It was the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. It was like, it was like the the budget Star Wars kind of thing. Were they marooned? Really, I think so. Yeah. There, there was, there was a, there was like, it was a really crappy robot. It was really yeah. bad. Yeah, the sixties were fucking bullshit. And and if hey, look, if I'm if I if I want to see somebody marooned, I want the Globetrotters to stop by. Okay, I want mm-hmm. I want the Japanese non-Japanese submarine. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, hey, look, I want Ginger and Marianne. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my kind of marooned. Not this bullshit. I'm on another planet and Louis Gossett Jr.'s having a baby out of his stomach. No, thanks. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Phyllis Coates, TV's first Lois Lane, 96 years old. We talked about her co-star, George Reeves, in the Gone with the Wind episode. So uh, very he sad. Died. Yeah. He died. He killed himself, right? There was oh. the curse of the Superman. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He shot himself in the chest or something. There was some. Yeah. There was she some. Lived, it was mysterious though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But she she lived till ninety six. So. Uh huh. Maybe she maybe. was she was not cursed. She maybe. seemed to live a nice long life. Maybe she had him offed. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe she certainly didn't die of guilt though. She, she uh, lived for like 50 years after that. Yes. Uh, R.P. Charles Feeney. He's the guy who created the duty fr- duty free stores in uh, in airports. <sighs> he made billions and then gave it all to charity. Eight billion to charity. Ninety two years old. Great episode of Seinfeld. You know how much duty is. It's bupkis. <laughs> duty. They go to the duty free shop in, in Kramer's car. Also, like duty free. Like, look, he's a great guy. It's it's right. It's complete bullshit. Yeah, I don't need the eight foot long Toblerone. For yes, a crazy yes. Price. Like, I don't, what, what are we doing? I don't need. I don't need like perfume. How how much are you smoking that you got to get that? You got to get that carton of Benson and Hedges Light One Hundreds in the fucking airport. Like what? Hold on, I got to go to the airport to get some Merit Lights. Get Johnny the fuck Walker out. Black. Right. Yeah, that's, that yes. Every liquor store Doers. In why do you need to? Yeah. Why do you yes, need this? Yes. What the fuck? And people are going crazy. Oh, what's the other thing? Perfume. 
Oh, and it smells like so much yes. perfume. You're like, what, what are you doing here? Why? And then, of course, the great uh, David Tell routine about you can buy luggage there. Why would you buy luggage at an airport? Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, we lost a big nerd. RPW Jason Morgan, discoverer of plate tectonics, 88 years old. Now, how could how this is crazy. This is this is how, you know, that we like we are living in bullshit times. The guy who discovered plate tectonics. I I got a grandma older than this guy that just died and he's discovered plate tectonic. Like, haven't we known about that for 200 years? No, no, we didn't know shit. We didn't know shit till recently. And like, how about like shit Galileo discovered and we just went with it for like hundreds and hundreds of years. And they're like, oh, actually that a lot of that's bullshit. And like, we just, we don't, we don't know that much. We still no, just don't know that. We much. don't know shit about shit. We're, we're going to find out a bunch of shit that we, that we're going to be surprised by because we've only just started learning shit. Right. Yeah. There's we, yeah, relatively speaking, we, we don't know anything. Um, and here, I, the, the, the cause of this next death is something we we don't know what's going on. But R.I.P. Yeah. Jim Poole, he was a major league pitcher, with oh, Orioles, fuck. Indians, and Giants. Yeah. 57 ALS. Yeah. What, yeah. Lou Gehrig probably died like 100 years, not quite, maybe 100 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's and, patient zero. No, no, no. He was, he was on the, the 27, 27 Yankees. Yankees. But, like, yeah. but like close to 100 years ago. Yeah. And they've been trying to figure out, and like they don't, they don't know what the fuck is going on. Like it doesn't seem to have a pattern. Yeah, it, yeah. Because meanwhile, you got guys like um, Mike Allstott that fucking ran into the goalpost with their head hundreds of times, and they're fine. Oh, I don't know if Mike Allstott's fine. I'm I just trying to picture him. a guy. No, no, no. Yeah. I yeah. specifically saw him. Yeah. Uh, it, there was a Purdue game and they interviewed him because he he went to Purdue and they he he was like seemed very fine i mean who knows what you know what pain he's in and stuff but like didn't seem like all brain scrambled and i was thinking like that dude just led with his head for an entire career uh yeah 100 percent. and there's there's tons of guys like that yeah who knows charles haley charles haley i mean he seemed he seemed a little touched didn't he call Bill Clinton, the F word on the like the handshake line. Or I think he might have. I think he might have. I think in the Jeff Perlman book uh, yeah. the, with the boys will be boys. I think he, I think he calls them the F word. Yeah, he took a piss through the window of Tim. Fuck the other other defensive tackle on the 49ers Took a piss through the window of his car. They. I, Charles Haley and coming to realize was not the best example. I believe when he was on the Cowboys, they had to have a talk with him about um, taking his giant dick out everywhere he went. I I guess he had like otherworldly. He's the beast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But RIP Jim Poole. Yeah, very sad. That's a a tough way to go. Um, Oh, is that it? Okay. Yeah. RIP all those guys. Let's talk some sports. Show. 
I'll give it a roll life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I'm Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? Well, we we opened the show talking about our sadness of our teams getting bounced from the playoffs, but there is still one thing to cheer for. That's right. It's still alive in the playoffs, and that is our guy, Nick Castellanos. He's the best. He hit a, another home run during an announcer's somber discussion yet again. It's beautiful. Let's check it out. Oh, we got Oh, we got it. A former Phillies manager on our mind, Charlie Manuel, continues to improve. He suffered a stroke a couple of weeks ago. A legend here, 12 seasons as a manager in the big leagues. Nine of those coming here in Philadelphia and was the skipper of that Jimmy Rollins 2008 Philadelphia Phillies World Series winning team. And good reports coming in. He's even taking a little batting practice, we understand, lately. So, Charlie, if you're out there... We're thinking of you. This was Thursday. It's a week ago. He can always rake. Charlie, all he wanted was people to hit bombs. (laughs) In the air, deep left center field. Castellanos has another one. Unbelievable. Charlie. For Charlie. Guy he's never met or probably heard of. He didn't play for Charlie. Yeah. Uh, Castellanos is I, – I, it's impossible for me to love him more. Did you see this, Ed, his, um, his post-game interview after that game? Oh, that's great, too. Yeah. All right, B.A., Nick, nobody in Major League history has hit two home runs on back-to-back postseason games, but you just did, and you guys are headed to the NLCS. Where's the question in that? There's no question. <laughs> okay, thank you for telling us. <laughs> Amazing. Ah, he's so good. He's going off, I believe. That, I've, that guy tried to do the uh, Ahmad Rashad interview technique. Yes. Some, some game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally no question asked there. I love Nick Castellanos. It's my understanding. I don't, I'm not in view of a television, but as we record, the Phillies are playing and Nick Castellanos has hit a home run during our broadcast. Nice. Yeah. Well, we talked about some serious stuff. We talked about some deaths, so maybe he hit it while we were doing that. Could be. Yeah, he, it was probably during the RIP. All right. Yes, he probably, it was probably in honor of Dick Butkus. All right. Yes. Yeah. He, another guy that he was he hit it for Dick Butkus. He's like, what? Yeah. I don't know that guy. Yep. Um, yes. Pat McAfee pays Aaron Rodgers millions for those exclusive interviews. I, how is this possibly true? Because, like, how much is McAfee making? I mean, I guess that's... I think, he, I think he's, like, one of the higher-paid guys at that network. Now. What is that, like, five, six million bucks? I guess if I guess he wouldn't have that job without his relationship to Aaron Rodgers. So if he's chipping Aaron Rodgers off 30% of his salary, I mean, it would be 30% of zero. I have no idea. I mean, I I've literally never seen him. I see lots of clips like, hey, look what Aaron Rodgers said. And he's always so smug and he's always so like, oh, I, I really, you know, I'm going to say something profound here. And it's like, you're just another fucking asshole. I don't know. I yeah, don't I'm it. not a fan. He was like a punter or something. 
I don't. No, I'm talking about Rogers. Oh, both. He on. He's fine. Yeah. Uh, McAfee to me, like I just, it's he's 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 coming at it with a little too much energy. And I, I, yeah. I get, I get tired. Like I sometimes will watch some, uh, college football. He's, they put crowbarred him into the college football pre preview yeah. show. Yeah. I've and seen he's, that. He's, he's like a little too pumped up to be there. And I, I'm just like, come on, buddy. Like we don't have to be like this. He's, he's, his, his look is a little too, um, considered. He's yeah, he's like yeah. I'm. Like he's. You know, he's got a stylist. Like he right. he sends. There's a woman on this planet somewhere, or a gay guy. No judgment. Mm, yeah. th- that Pat McAfee will send. He'll he'll screenshot pictures from Instagram and send them to a person, and that person then goes out. And gets inspired by those pictures and goes out and buys clothes in Pat McAfee's size for him so that he can look like those pictures. I guarantee it. And also his haircut. Same. Same. Right. So that, yeah, hey, look, whatever. This is not a world I live in, so it doesn't really matter to me. I would never, there's there's no scenario on the planet that could get me to tune in to hear what Aaron Rodgers has to say to Pat McAfee or what Pat well, McAfee has to we say about talking, anything. We were talking like a month ago, the hard knock show. I like, I like watching the stories of the guys who are like trying to get, uh, everyone does team and stuff. Yeah. And 90% of that show was about Aaron Rodgers. He's not an interesting guy. Like he tried to sound so, profound yeah. when he's talking about UFOs and yeah. stuff, but it's, he's not interesting. Yeah. I, I, Enough of this, and dude. he's like trying to be this like Swami, um, like um, you know, yeah. uh, he's like t- doing psychedelics and stuff. He's never done any of that shit. I guarantee you, he's 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 wound too tight. He's wound yeah. way too fucking tight. Yep. Uh, you know, we don't often get a uh, history lesson in this section That's of the right. show, but yeah. Auburn basketball coach Bruce Pearl yeah. says Obama and Biden created the crap <laughs> in Israel and Gaza. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I just, I guess I just don't remember my childhood that well, but I didn't realize that everything was hunky dory until 08. <laughs> yeah, it was all like, good. The Gaza Strip was like, just, it was like <laughs> pleasure zone. It was all good prior to then. Um, I can't take anybody seriously that uses that much self tanner or, or lies in the, the, the electric beach as much as Bruce Pearl, because that's what he does. And also, I also can't take him seriously because let's not forget he's a rat. Like his, like his, his whole ascension came when he was at, I don't remember the school, but he was an assistant coach and he ratted on the head coach. Tennessee. It was before Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. He had a he had a job. Right, he had a job yeah. before that, and then got yeah. the Tennessee. Bruce um, Pearl. Hold on, I'm just going to Google Bruce Pearl rat and see what it says because he is one. He's a rat. And look, I don't, look, I, you know. Oh, the first thing is Bruce Pearl on Israel. Who cares? Bruce Pearl rat. Oh, when whistleblowers go bad, a sad tale. He did the right thing. That was Bruce Pearl's mantra. No. He didn't do the right thing. He he stabbed a dude in the back so he could ascend. That was Bruce Pearl's mantra. When his peers labeled him a rat and a snitch and ostracized him within his profession for nearly 15 years because he turned 
in Illinois, Ed. Illinois. Pearl had held fast to his strong defense that he did the right thing. And so to hear a teary-eyed Pearl, oh, crocodile tears, admit that he did the wrong. Yeah, because then he got popped at Tennessee. Fuck Bruce Pearl and his fake fucking tan and his fake everything else. Fuck and him. His lack of knowledge on how the world yes, has gone. Yes, he's not. 70 not years, 60 very years. Very well read. Um, and uh, wait, well, I was going to say one other thing about Bruce Pearl. Yeah. Tell me. I also, he, he was well into adulthood and he was body painting. Yes, going to games with the fucking with the letters, and he and he paint and his he tanned his skin Tennessee orange also. Yeah, he but he was like not twenty and making a dumb kid decision. He was he was like a man. He was responsible for players, and he's painting himself. My God, have some no. dignity. No, he's disgusting, and he was going to like frat parties and shit. Fuck him. Yeah. Piece of um, shit. Yeah. Um, oh, and then, and Tell by me. the way, th- this is the other thing I was thinking of. Tell me. The uh, wh- whistleblower, yeah, it, you know, Bruce Pearl just ratted on a guy. The whistleblower who exposed the whole Dave Bliss thing. Yes. He, I don't think he's been hired again. I just watched the documentary on that, and like, that guy had to leave college uh, coaching. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, there was, there was murders covered up. Like yeah, that is, like, you kind of need to rat on by. that. I can't stand by why, while this is happening. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, you will never work again. Yeah. Like if, like if you're, if the head coach is buying his star point guard, some rims for his Impala. Okay. We don't need right. to rat about that. But if he's, right. if he's helping him hide a murder weapon, we, we kind of got to like, let That's people know. Doing the right thing. Yes, That's exactly. doing the right thing. There are levels here. He was blaming. He was blaming the dead guy. He was yes. tarnishing someone's yeah. legacy. He made. A, he's like, let's just say he was a drug dealer. Okay, he got murdered because he was a drug dealer. People will believe that because he's black. So let's let's run with that. Okay, what do you guys think? Jesus. Yeah. Awful piece of shit. Uh, Mark Sanchez, who's now an announcer, he went on a weird tangent about salmon and Vaseline to describe Jalen Hurts' balance. He, Mark Sanchez. Very that, handsome. That, that dude definitely had a good uh, run. Yeah, right, he's still. Yeah. He, I'm sure he still does. He's very handsome now. Yeah. But remember, as a, yeah. he was, he was, he got off to a really good start with the Jets too. Yeah. But remember, he was, he was a big deal in New York. Remember that underage girl uh, posted that picture of him mm-hmm. sleeping, and, and he, was, yep. he wasn't aware of her underageness he pulled a Luis Polonia, but uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, he's very good looking. Let's, let's, let's hear the, some of the genius that comes out of uh, the university of Southern Cal here. Kenneth Gainwell, Bryce Hall out there on the coverage and the Jets defense gets the three and out. I mean, are you kidding me? They can't get this guy to the turf. Jalen hurt. What is he? I mean, it's like a salmon covered in Vaseline, bro. This guy's just too slippery. He refuses to go, go down. He's got this incredible contact balance. Like, as soon as he gets hit, he just drops his ankle, and then and they have a chance there, too. I mean, Jalen Hurts is making plays. This is just some backyard football, I mean, if you ask me. It's backyard football, if you ask me. I mean, it's actually kind of funny. I'm, I'm kind of with these salmon. He's like a salmon covered in Vaseline. I mean, that's never it's never happened. He's not. He's not that bad of an announcer. He, he is. He's excited. It's just. Yeah. It's just funny. He's not. And and I forgive him for 
all the times that people would um, list me, people would say, hey, I saw you on the um, listed as one of the most um, one of the most famous people that lives in Ladera Ranch, California. And then I would go to the Ladera Ranch Wikipedia page where they said they saw it. And I would have immediately been deleted as one of the most famous people that lives in Ladera Ranch, California. But Mark Sanchez was always there. So Mark Sanchez never deleted me, always deleted, unfortunately. <laughs> yep. Um, very sad segment. Yes, very sad. Mom chokes to death in rugby co- uh, club's marshmallow eating contest. 37 year old. Believe this is Australia. I think I read New <sighs> yeah, South Wales. Yeah. What do you think the prize was? <sighs> it's going to be, it's going to be, it's, it's like that time that I answered, um, a trivia question on the radio and I won dinner for four at El Torito grill. And then they sent me four $10 gift cards too. <laughs> so it's something like that. It's, it's probably like two. Well, they love their, they love sausage rolls there. So it's probably two uh, sausage rolls. Sausage rolls were involved or, or hold on a six pack of VB Victoria oh, bitter whales. Whales. Oh, wh- oh, whales. How could you even understand yeah. what they're saying there? That whales yeah. is like the Kentucky. Yeah, and they're like feral there. Yeah, they're wild. Um, oh, it, was, it wasn't to see how fast you could eat. It was who could put the most marshmallows yeah. in their mouth. Yeah. This, like, what would the prize, Ed, what would the prize need to be for you? I, Just say a dollar figure or maybe like a trip or something. What would you need to do? What would you need to be offered to humiliate yourself in such a way, but it's worth it that you could potentially get something out of it? Say a dollar, say a dollar figure or, or a prize of your choosing. What would it take? See, if, if I was in college, yeah, I would have done this for 20 bucks. Yeah. That's different. That's now. Yeah. Like how many marshmallows would I? Yeah. It still wouldn't be. I don't know. It's just I, uh, I wouldn't want to be inconvenienced. You, yeah. I think I would do it for a thousand bucks. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck it. I was like, thinking. I'll try to see how many I can fit in my mouth. Yeah. I was thinking thirty five hundred. But as you talked, I got my number down to fifteen hundred. I'd, I'd probably stuff for fifteen hundred. Like, just like. Yeah. Because I wouldn't expect to die. But yeah. like this woman yeah. really must have overdone it. Yeah. <laughs> she, These... she must have. And, you know, it was like. One free fish and chips. Yeah. The local pub. Yeah, that's pro- yeah, that's probably what it was. And it's and they don't know the Heimlich because it's still the fourteen hundreds in Wales. Yeah. You know? It's just like it's just a it's just a different time oh, there. A different terminology. They said this is a significantly sad time. <laughs> yes. It's, I a agree. Sad, it's sad, a sad time. Sad. Significantly sad. <laughs> yes. Very sad. Um, NFL posted Tyreek Hill's selfie celebration on social media. Then they quickly deleted it and fined him for it. They really go back and forth with this in, in the no fun league. Like you can't, you can't write, you can't use props. So no Sharpies, no popcorn. You can't, you can't, uh, celebrate on the sideline, which I don't know why you wouldn't be able to. That seems like the best place to do it. The only thing that I think is could could potentially be an okay thing to penalize 
is the taunting because you yeah. want fights in your yes. league. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But but like to me, even if you use props and stuff, the guys could come across as being lame. But it, as yeah. long as it doesn't slow down the the game, like if, if there's a you got to you got to kick off within. I don't know, 90 seconds yeah. of a touchdown, yeah. whatever the, whatever the number is, who gives a shit? What yeah. celebration? Like you, you might say, Oh, that was pretty lame to use that prop, but who cares? Yeah. And then the NFL wanted in on the celebration. Well, the, the social media guy yeah. did. Yeah. Like, oh, this is good for the league. And then yeah. they're like, no, no, that's against policy. Right? I don't, I don't like, I want to make fun. Like when they do the group ones, you know, when all the guys like yeah, line up, yeah. I want to, I want to make fun of it, but sometimes I find it amusing. Okay. I haven't seen, Tariq Hill's celebration yet was on the lookout right now. Here we go. Oh, he he grabbed somebody's phone. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, I I wonder um, if he did that same celebration when he broke his son's arm or when... uh, (laughs) When he beat the shit out of his college girlfriend. Uh, oh, Ed, I didn't know that. I was try- I was trying to like Tyreek Hill. He's an awful, awful dude. Oh no, he got he got kicked out of Oklahoma State for for kicking the shit out of his girlfriend. Oh no, I didn't know that. That's yeah, very. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure yeah. allegedly broke yeah. his son's arm. No, <laughs> oh, that's a real bummer. Now I can't like Tyreek Hill anymore. Very sad. Well, you might you might also. Uh, Yes. Not want I don't know why I put that story twice. Yeah, yeah, you might uh, not want to cheer for Middle Tennessee State University football because one of their staffers was charged for exposing himself to a young girl at Target. Yeah, I mean, just blow up the program at that point. It's Middle Tennessee State, you know. Like, who cares? Like, it's just just wipe Murf- them up. They- Murphy's bro. Yeah, they can also. Tennessee. That's horrible. That's. That's just like that's such yeah. a, it's such a weird thing. Yeah. The flasher. I yeah. feel like that was a thing in the eighties. I didn't realize yeah. people were still doing. It. Did, do you think he wore the old timey trench coat? Yeah, and he had that. He had cut like cut off his pants and like rubber band them to his legs, so it looked like he was wearing. Um, <laughs> he was wearing pants under the uh, under the um, trench coat. Yeah, I mean, this is. Oh yeah, he, this he's an incel. This guy's a creepy white guy, pedophile. Pedophile. Uh, Nick Woodley, a director of player personnel, indecent exposure and resisting arrest. Yeah, you got to lock this guy up because they're what what they do is they uh, they escalate, you know, so it's just he would have pursued this further if the girl was. And I I don't know how that move ever works. I don't know for anyone. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. Do you don't. Yeah. It's it's super creepy. And uh, they got to put this guy away, even in Tennessee. Uh, Shannon Sharp has no tolerance for gassy women. <laughs> I broke up with a girl for doing that. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no. The clip's kind of long. Let's see. Let's see. See, like going mm-hmm. to the bathroom with, 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 with in front of a woman. I'm not, I don't right. do that. Yeah. I, I don't what? pass gas. No hell. That's no. good. I, oh, I Shannon. No, yeah. that's the number one. That's the, listen, let me tell you what my grandma this told is me. Chad Johnson. Baby, the minute she can use the bathroom and leave the door open. That's the one. No, you can't do that. No, yeah, that's the one. No, that ain't the one. This one right here. I knew she was the one when she fought in the front of me. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Oh, oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah, Joe, I broke. I, yeah, I broke up with a girl for doing that. Man, stop playing! You left a girl for that? 
I swear for God and two white men I did. Oh, um, boy, you you a tough crowd, boy. No, you crowd, boy. oh, Joe, we in the bathroom, the bathroom right there. Yep, five right. steps. Yep. You mean to tell me you 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 got no no I don't do that Ocho I can't do that no she, you can't do that, do that. Um, can't she got to get up and she got to yes. get up and go out the room yes. 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 that's disrespectful yes. man stop I, playing look look I'm I'm team Shannon here Ed I I side yes. with Shannon I'm not on Ocho's team right here that's I've, I've always liked Chad Johnson yeah but I I do not agree with him whatsoever huh? on this one I yeah. I have never no. ever no been in the bathroom. No. With Michelle no. in that capacity no. ever. No. And we've been together since 96. That's right. I, and, and I don't know of a time that there, there was farting or anything. That's like, right. This is, good this woman. is not. That's a good woman. This is not. This is not for us. That's where you we, keep we, her. Yep. And I. It, but the same. I, I don't. I don't sit there and like take shits with the doors open. Jesus, like, what, no. what, what are we doing? No. Like, no. we can we can have a couple of things that don't involve yeah. each other. Yeah. He. Ocho Cinco just said he, the sage advice he got <laughs> from his sainted grandmother was when you're when when a woman can can drop a grumpy with the door open with you, then you know she's the one. I I, I gotta be honest. I I think Ocho didn't realize that his grandma was kidding. Like there's no no one would actually give that as real advice because that's terrible advice. No, nobody wants it. You, you want to keep it sexy. It's a girl who doesn't doesn't care about your feelings. She won't. Yeah. Imagine imagine having that picture in your head, Ed. You can't you can't unsee that. You can't unsee it. You can't unring that bell. I'm I saw I side with Shannon here. I I'm, I think he's a hundred percent right. He was he was right to break up with that girl. Look look, something happens and it's an accident. Okay. You know, a little, you're laughing too hard or something. You're cracking up and it's something, a little something sneaks out. That's an accident. Okay. That's, right. That can be overlooked. But you just, you just but, go. But if she goes like, pull my finger. Yes. Then nope. you know, she's not the one. That she's not the one. Do you know? You could, she can, she can find love with somebody that's into that kind of thing. Cause I'm How not that about, guy. And I, I do side with Shannon on this. Of course. One. How about if while he was answering that, Selena Gomez walked by and Ocho Singles <laughs> walked over to her and started talking to her? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I got to be honest. I might have to check out Shannon Sharp's podcast. Like this is this is I'm interested the in the kind of stuff. Yeah, the kind of stuff they talk about because it's pretty good. Yeah, I don't need to hear his take on football. Yeah, but, no. But, no, I, 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 I could see there being interest. Good here. dating advice here. Um, this is one of the complete assholes that I just think for some reason people uh, keep him around. But Steve Smith, he got all bent out of shape yeah. last week. Yeah, when Broncos wide receiver, he, I think he's on the Thursday night broadcast. And Broncos the Amazon one. Yeah, yeah, Jerry. Like you know how they have that, like Ryan Fitzpatrick. They yeah. they might have like nine guys. It's too, like, Richard they Sherman expanded the they expanded the desk so much. There's just yeah. too many guys. The the old lineman from the Rams, Big like, Wit. Yeah, yeah. Whitworth. And they must make, put him on a on a short little chair because he's like six feet seven, and he doesn't he yeah. doesn't like overwhelm the the desk. Yeah, yeah. he's he's a mountain. Yeah. Uh, but he got all bent out of shape when Jerry Judy blew him off as he like yeah. half-heartedly tried to apologize. Yeah. Earlier in the week on Steve Smith's podcast, he called Jerry Judy out and said he's just a guy. Yeah. And then he then he needed an interview in a stupid podcast. He 
he ran his mouth. Well, and so yeah. Jerry Judy, whether he's good or not, yeah. He doesn't have to give you an interview. No. And he got super bent out of shape and like went on a rant about how bad Jerry Judy is when he was just trying to apologize to him. But Steve Smith, I there was always a story. Like every yeah. training camp, he got in a fight with his teammates. Yeah. He's a dickhead. It's because he would get into fights and in games when guys hit him. He was like all insulted. Like that's the point of the game, dick. Yeah, because Steve Smith is 5'9". And he went to junior college. He went to Santa Monica College and then he went to Oregon State. And he always had and he's I mean, I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer, but he made a lot of Pro Bowls like he was fucking really good. But he He was he would do exactly this. If somebody talked shit to him about him, he wouldn't go on their podcast. He would do exactly what Jerry Judy did. He's always been the angriest dude because he's five nine. And Jerry Judy, like whether or not he is, he he has been a disappointing. Uh, he was so good in college, but that if you insult him, he doesn't owe you shit for like an interview no. for your stupid Thursday no. night eight man desk. Yes, game. fuck off. And also, yes, Jerry Judy sucks now, but it's because Russell Wilson's the quarterback. And oh, by the way, oh, by the way, Ed, you'll recall this when we did our when we did our NFL preview. Remember when I said. What's the guy's name? Sean Payton. Right. Would be a dog shit head coach. And people are like, oh, Sean Payton. A lot of people. Cowboys wanted Sean Payton. Everybody wants Sean Payton. I'm like, why? Their over under went like way high. Yes. It was like they were terrible last year. Is Sean Payton the answer? Yeah. No. He's going to kick on sides every time and it's going to work like that one Super Bowl. Yes, exactly. Is he going to is he going to be hitting up the team doctor for pills again like he was in. In Gate, is New he Orleans? Doing that? Yes, exactly. Affect the head? Yeah, get the fuck out of here with Sean Payton. The game has passed him by. Like I said. What a zero. Uh, so uh, the, the big New York City uh, where Mike and the Mad Dog came from, WFAN. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a sports talk radio host called Sal Licata. Yep. And he was merciless, mercilessly urging a caller who was eulogizing their nana to get to your point. Get to your point. Okay, I want to say, I got to see this. this is good. Oh, is he? Does I see Boomer? Is he like Boomer? Does he work? With, he must work with Boomer at some point. So uh, yeah. you know, sometimes yeah. people grow up with this radio station, and it means a lot. And the people on this radio radio station mean a lot to them, and I think that's great. And so sometimes people call up trying to get some heartfelt feelings out. And that was the case with this caller. This is part one of, of two parts to the um, the uh, Brandon and, and Sal show yesterday. My grandma died yesterday. Um, she uh, she was a huge Jeff fan, and uh, because of us. And um, you know, um, I wanted to give her a send off. All good, right? I mean, yeah, we, we get a lot. This, of happen- guests, this happens so a lot, right? Really sure. On this show and other shows, and yeah. you got to act appropriately, and you got to yeah. give the person well, a chance to get it off their chest, and mm-hmm. then. Wish them the very best. Yes. And I do feel like Sal and, and PT gave him plenty of time to say what he had to say until that time was up. Nana, um, you mean everything to us <laughs> in our family. Um, you're the greatest grandma we can ever have. Um, you're up there in heaven with Nana and Pop. I mean, with Poppy and all your sisters. And we have here, we have you here down low. And we promise, Nana. Through everything you've done for us, uh, Mickey. We, we uh, well, look. I hate to. I hate, I, know, also, I hate to. I ran Mickey, into I just want to say. Hold, hold on, hold on. Let me just say rest something. Rest in peace, by the way. Yes. I'm rest sorry about rest that. in peace to you, Grandma. It's horrible to hear that. Now, please get to your point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say something, man, and this might not be popular. Um, okay. I, th- I think that might have been a fake call. I'm thinking because look, it, 
They wanted like the guy wanted to see how long he could yeah. go on about the ground. Yep. Or or and I'm not saying this happens in sports talk radio because how would I know if this happens? But oftentimes it's a slow sports day. There's not much to talk about. Maybe maybe a producer of the show or maybe he'll have one of his buddies call up and just be a caller and they'll and they'll kind of like try to plant a little content in there. And maybe they know maybe they know this guy Sal Lakata. He's having none of it. So they're going to go just see how long you can talk about your dead grandma till he <laughs> Till he loses I, his shit. Yeah. So I would, I would like that if they were trying to fuck with him. Yeah, me too. But yeah. I've, I've heard, like the callers of WFAN, like they will go on. When I was a yeah. kid, I used to listen, yeah. and they'll go on and on as if their story. They, they're the same type of person that you go to back to school night, and one parent has a very specific question about their kid, and they go on for ten minutes while everyone's yeah. like. How is this relevant to me? Yeah. There are lots of people like that in the world. Yeah. And so I would not be the slightest bit surprised if this was a genuine guy that thought people gave a shit about the, the backstory to your Nana liking yeah. the Jets. How about or or? Yeah, it reminds me of the time. I, I think you're right. Probably. Yeah. This is there are these types of people out there. It's like the, it's like the people when you're in. In, when you're in macroeconomics one and the teachers and the professors like, Hey, I figure I'm going to, um, cut class, uh, short today, you know, it's spring break. And so I just figure we'll just, if there's no more questions, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll just let you guys go early, get your spring break started. And somebody's like, uh, excuse me. Could yeah, you go over what? how, uh, Milton, what did Milton Keynes <laughs> Milton think Keynes, about? Can, can you re-explain Keynesian economics to us <laughs> and the Chicago school? Could you, could you start from the beginning with that again and just Here's, do the whole lecture? But you, you can be in a, a giant lecture hall yeah. or you can be in a room with 11 people yeah. and there's going to be someone in there that thinks that people give a shit what they have to say. It's, it's always, yeah, they so. think that they think it's just them. They're, it's like, oh, it's just me and him here. None of these other people. They don't realize that this, this is, this is a. We're all working together as a group here. We're, we're all part of one larger organism called the human race, where we don't make, we don't make ourselves more important than the people around us because we're all part of one larger thing. I have one question. You might not know this. I see this is this Boomer Siasen and some other dude. Because Boomer's co-host was def- what we're hearing is, I think yeah. they are yeah. commenting on a previous show, reflecting right? so on another show. This. Yeah, yeah. But remember, remember, Boomer used to do a show with another guy, Craig Carton. Craig Carton to, to pokey. Yeah, he went to prison because he was he had a gambling problem, and he was he's running a Ponzi, right? Yeah, he was he was he was telling people it was basically exactly what the Firefest guy was doing. He's he's like, I'll get you tickets to the U.S. Open court side. You just got to give me nine grand and then they wouldn't come through. And he'd be like, don't worry, I got you Super Bowl. The 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 U.S. Open didn't come through. Just give me another 14 grand and I'm going to get you at the 50 yard line at the Super Bowl. And he would just keep it going. So and then they caught him and he went to prison. But I just saw a clip this week. He's back on TV. They, I think even the same station, I think he has his own show. Yeah, he's got a show. WFAN, I think at the same channel. Unfucking believable. 
What? Like, how talented could somebody possibly be? He he isn't. He's yes, like, of course not. I'm a New York guy. Oh I'm gonna God. I'm gonna tell you like this, like the Giants. Guys, I don't, I don't I really don't uh, listen to that at all. But the the rare times I do, I think Boomer Esiason actually like he's pretty good. Knows what he's talking yeah. about and shit like that. This was like he'd be like, bro, yeah, you wouldn't believe. How many beers I had yeah, at see, the sports book no, last night, and you're like, no, "What?" No, Yankees, Joe Torre, Jeta. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like yeah. that kind of thing. Here's here's something I've always wondered. Boomer, that's not his Christian name, right? That's, mm. that's not his given name. Like his mom in the hospital, she didn't call him Boomer. I, right? I've always no, wondered no, this. No, I, no, he's he. I've I've I used to know his real name. And he's just, he's just, st- he just stuck with Boomer this whole time. Well, I, I think guess when you're just like an elite athlete yeah. that like, I guess sometimes something will stick oh. and it's like, all right, yeah. I guess, I guess I'm Boomer. Well, oh, I figured out why he's going with Boomer. Great, great Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, by the way. Terp. No, great no, terp. No, oh, a Terp. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Norman Julius Esiason. Norman. Norman. Yeah. Boomer. Good dude. Anything else, Ed? Uh, oh, NHL banned the use of pride tape, like the rainbow tape. People were putting it on their, their sticks. They were? In the NHL? Like, well, I think just like pregame, yeah. you know, like we can't have that. So, you know, the different sports leagues do their pride yeah. night and stuff like yeah. that. And... The NHL, they got some real pushbacks from from, from some of the Eastern the Russians. Guys. Yeah, yeah, because it's illegal in their country, right? And so they're like, okay, <laughs> if you don't want to do Pride Night, you don't, you have, don't to. have to. Yeah. And then, like, some people are like, well, I still would like to support gay rights yeah. in, in a way that I can, yeah. and just putting like the rainbow tape, uh, like where the where the during pregame yeah. warm ups on like yeah. the, on the stick, the, the blade, the blade, the blade part, yeah. And they're like, nope, that's banned too. So NHL's like, you know what? Ruined. Yeah. You other leagues can be slightly progressive yeah. slash pandering. Yeah. No, we're yeah. not doing that. We're pandering to Russia. Well, I honestly, like, there's no one more supportive of the, all of the letters, but the, but pride worked, right? Like there's not, there's not a, there's not a, I can't open my Instagram and look at, look at the reels and not see a very sassy gay man saying something to me like the, like the gays won, like they're, 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 they fought for acceptance and they got it times fucking a thousand. It's fucking every TV show. There's There's gayness. Your whole life is gayness anymore, which is fine. It's great. They won. They got their pride. The only thing I would say, well, yeah. two things. Tell One, me. how is the fucking blade of a stick yeah, going to affect? If, yeah. if there's a guy yeah. who's like, yeah. I, I want to support gay rights, yeah. why would you tell him you can't? Like, I know. The fucking tape. Who yes. cares? Yeah. Yes. I get if you, you're saying, I'm not, you know, I am from uh, Siberia. That's and right. I don't support gay rights. Fine. That, that then don't. Be your, you don't have to wear the, you don't have to have the gay, the, the, uh, what is it called? Pride tape. Yes. But the guy who does, why are you telling him he can't? Yes. That's that's bizarre. But the other thing I would say, I did listen to an interview a couple of years ago, and they were ta- saying like, well, why 
this was a a gay supporter of a, a, a London soccer team. And they were like, why do you care that they have this? And it's like, because, you know, it it's like the meatheads and stuff. Yeah. Like, the sports world is like the last world where, yeah. you know, there, we still have like, we've had like one gay out gay athlete. Yeah. Um, the guy in the Raiders. Like that's, yeah. And he yeah. just retired. Yeah. But like, that's the still the last thing that like you're yeah. still not allowed to talk about being gay in the sports world. And so I think it matters to gay people that sports right. like you, you, we we shouldn't suppress it. So I get why. Sure. You know, yes. like the representation, like I'm looking at NFL highlights right now. and I guess this is I don't know. Is this pride weekend of the NFL? Because I'm no seeing clue. like on the sideline, the Cowboys have like the rainbow in their star on the hats on the sideline. Shut up. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. yeah, another one jets. They've yeah. got on the, the, the bill of their hat. But anyway, yes, just, it's absurd that like, you yeah. can't even do it. You can't even do your thing. Put the pride tape on, do your thing. And, and as someone who just strictly for aesthetic reasons, as someone who values a pop of color, the, rainbow stick tape looks so much cooler than just the regular black electrical tape that they go with. Yeah. Like, it's yes. like, why not have some colorful yeah, fucking tape on your stick? Let it pop. Yeah, it pops. I love it. And it probably looks badass when you're shooting a slapper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and finally, finally, you know, the authentic article himself, Skip Bayless, the best. He keeps posting videos when there's like a bad Cowboys moment. His wife, will record him throwing away a Cowboys jersey, except people realize it's the same exact jersey. Like, he's fishing it out of the trash. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps throwing away the same Dak Prescott jersey. It's so good, and he's so dumb, because he's really rich, and he's got a budget for this. So what he should right. do... The show would pay for it. Yeah, the show would pay for it, and he should buy a different one every week and make it a bit, you know? Because since he's been caught, but he's too... He's too Look, he's too prideful to do this himself. He's Skip Bayless. Speaking of pride, Skip Bayless has a lot of pride. And he's too prideful to admit that he's throwing away the same jersey every week. Because what would be great is one week he throws away a Dak Prescott. And then the next the week he, he, throw, yeah, he throws away a CD Lamb. And then they auction it off and they give it to his favorite charity. You know, and if right. I knew a, if I knew a third player, they could auction off his jersey. The kicker, maybe I don't know. And every week, it's a different one. And you got the, and then you got the home jersey and the road jersey. And he could make a whole bit out of it. But he's look, he doesn't have me running production for him. Is his wife? Yeah, he's got he's, he's got quote unquote Mrs. Bayless, so <laughs> Genevieve or whatever her name is. So good for Skip. Hey, and and uh, the subjects uh, of an earlier story, Shannon Sharp, yes. kicked Skip to the curb. That's right. He didn't like working yeah. with him because he was too racist. Yeah, now he's doing now he's doing his own thing. I'm I'm kind of in the Shannon camp now after today. Yeah. Okay, let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fun. 
else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His faults are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's read well in Gardenia. Oh, he's read well in Gardenia. Oh. Quick, a quick bit of breaking news sent to me via DM by friend of the show, Matty V in LA. Takashi 69 arrested in the Dominican Republic for an unleashing, allegedly unleashing a beatdown on music producers. Oh, now I mean, do you think this was revenge when he was at the gym? Well, yeah, possibly, he but got rolled at the gym. Maybe he found the, the guy in the DM. I mean, I'm just, I'm <laughs> the DR, not the it's DR. Yeah. This I'm, I'm having a hard time with this because as far as I can tell, Takashi six nine should be called Takashi five three because he's not a big dude. I can't. I mean, he would have had to roll with some muscle with him if he was going to be administering any beatdowns because I can't imagine Takashi has that in him. At or his, he should also be called Takashi Snitch nine. Yeah, that's right. He snitched on the Bloods. Oof, I would not want that hanging out there. <laughs> no, you definitely would not. That was actually he's should be watching his back. So we'll we'll see if there's any development there with our dear friend Takashi Six Nine. Wow. Uh, okay, here is a couple of voicemails. Gentlemen, uh, oh, needed to weigh in on the chicken finger controversy that you guys have brought up. Uh, chicken fingers. No. Problem. Hold on, just to refresh people's memory if they're not team current. The um, Taylor Swift was there was outrage because Taylor Swift was seen in the box, the owner's box or whatever, Travis Kelsey's box at the Chiefs game, eating chicken fingers with ranch. That's what Oof. that's what LSU refers to. Brian, you do not dip chicken fingers in ranch. I don't do. know what kind it's of no, you yes, you shit you're into, but that no, that's a big no. Yeah. Um, I I agree with Ed about. Yeah, mustard, uh, honey mustard is a definite yes for me. Sure. But yeah, mustard, uh, anything. But the, the, the biggest problem I have with your comment, Brian, is you said that you were over the age of six years old and yeah. you don't order chicken fingers or eat That's chicken right. fingers or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was very disappointed to hear that, as was my dear, dear, dear friend Todd Graves. Um, we all know that Cane's chicken fingers are fantastic, especially the sauce. So I would hope that you would uh, issue a apology or take back those comments or something, because I, I know Todd's definitely hurt by what you said. So anyway, uh, mm. we'll we'll listen for that apology. Thanks. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for that, LSU. Now, but I, now I will say this: when I um, have an extra $93 in my pocket. I will take my family to, I will send my son to Raising Cane's to pick up some chicken fingers for the family. And each, each one of those sauces, as you know, costs 75 cents. And I, and I, I'm going to break something to you right now. LSU Lala, and you might not like this. That sauce is ranch. 
It is. No. It's it's a smoky. No. It's a smoky ranch. It's a Santa Fe. It's a Chipotle ranch. It is. It's yeah. It's slightly pink. It's slightly red, but it's if you had to put it in a category of sauces, what fucking category would you put it in? You would put it in the ranch category. You're eating ranch if you're eating at Raising Cane's, which I can't afford to do, and I don't know how anybody can. If you do go there, and you're dipping in the fucking sauce, the cane sauce which is delicious, that's fucking ranch. You're eating ranch. That's all there is to it. You got, you know, you got canes in on the East Coast yet, Ed? Hoboken? No, I've never seen one. Oh, yeah. They're fucking everywhere. I don't, he must have gotten, like, all the VC money to just build as many possible raising canes. I, it doesn't seem sustainable because they've, they've, it seems like they've grown too fast. But what do I know? We'll see. Here's another one. Hey, Ballers. Katie, oh, Katie, Katie here. Hey, I am calling for two things. First, uh, the Ohio town where Doogie oh, House. She's going to give us. Are you going to shame oh. her? She's going to give us some Ohio info here, Ed. And last time she did, is, you you uh, you were shaming her all over the place for telling us about Ohio. Yeah, I just thought she was she was venturing into Manuel local talk yeah. a little too much. <laughs> yes. Yes. What well, she told us that she told us the size of the city. She told us Toledo I'm, was a dying yes. town. I'm I made it very clear yes. that I am a fan. Yes. And I have been a fan of many of her calls. I just call. wanted to point out that she yeah. was veering into the wrong territory. That's right. She's she's I I personally enjoy her calls and and all of the delightful Midwestern information she drops on us. Let's see what she's got here. Hauser weekend at Bernie's his patient after he killed her. That is called Chilla Coffee. Like oh, coffee, but coffee. Oh, who cares? And with the 75 hard. That's right. I oh, want- we're doing the 75 hard challenge. I got I got a lot of people interested in joining us for our 75 hard challenge. It starts January 2nd. More to come on that. I did 75 hard you- today. You- 75 miles today. On your bike? Yeah. Yep. That's a hike, buddy. Amazing. Very congratulations. To be extremely cautious because some girl was doing it, and I think she ended up in the hospital with water poisoning. That can happen. She was drinking so much water, and she was not eating enough, like, salt or something, and she, like, almost died. So uh, I will not be doing the 75 hard with you. What about 5.75 hard? You know. Are you doing that? Good luck. Let me know uh, how it goes. Okay. Bye. Oh, I, I will be updating. We got a group of listeners that are interested in joining. If you would like to join, all you got to do is say you're doing it. That's all there is. Okay. And here's one final voicemail. Brian, Ed, Dolomite. Dola. Hey, just Dola. calling this, to register. This must, be, this must be the state of the uh, podcast episode that he promised in January. So it's exciting. Oh. Let's get real. I'm ready. Here we go. For the contest real quick. So, um... Here we go. Um, you can email me at dolomiteb at gmail.com. Mm. Um, yeah, just getting registered up for my watch. Thanks as always, guys. Uh, also, fuck off, Telly. Later. Fuck off, Telly. Jeez. It was really, after all we did for those guys to bring them back together. What was he, uh, oh, what he, was the email? He's what was a, he saying? He's attempting to register for the Win Brian's Watch oh. contest which he will not be winning because uh, he's not, unless he sends an email. He's got to send an email to mailbag at the Gotcha. Which that was not. 
uh, a couple of voice or emails. What's up, Ed and Brian, and greetings, Baller Nation. First off, let's start with the correction. I have mis- been misgendered. He means misrepresented. <laughs> as a Canadian. Let's clear this up. I am fucking American from America. With that out of the way, I got to say, ain't nothing more American than this fucking podcast. And I love it. Thanks, quote, Ed and Brian. You fellas have gotten me through some long drives and lonely times. Fuck Pete Davidson. (laughs) No one has ever looked more lost and completely tweakers on meth than that dude. I'm parked in Salt Lake City right now, not waiting now waiting to pick up my next load to Virginia. And I have to say that next to Ontario, California, this place might have the most Pete's running around the truck stop. Let me give a shout out to all my Colorado fam and the sexy voice of Katie of shady Katie. Keep it up. Ball and fuckers. Okay. Let me, let me translate there. I believe that's, um, Casey, the Canadian, the Canadian trucker. Yes. I don't know why I thought he was Canadian. Honestly. I thought he was from the Pacific Northwest. He he might be. I don't know. I think we might have multiple truckers, but for some reason, maybe Ontario, California. It really is. It is. That is, I mean, it's, you know, it's the number one job. It it's enables commerce. We would fucking the, everything would grind to a halt. Yeah. without Without trucks. And it's, I mean, it's a job I could never do. I'm not a good enough driver. And as for the Pete Davidson, like, I've, yeah. I know I've said it so much. I just, I don't get it with him. Yeah. I know people yeah. love him, and apparently he's a very nice guy, and that's yeah. why, like, all the other comedians love him. But I've never, I just have never found him to be very funny. And he, yeah. like, in interviews, he acts like he's too cool for school. Yeah. And, like, I don't get it. I'm not, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know what it yep. is. And yes. You don't want to make fun of someone's looks, but yeah. it kind of hurts when people like Kate Beckinsale is having yeah, sex with him. And you're like, what? I know. He got Kate Beckinsale, too. I mean, he's gotten so was, many. I've forgotten. I, I think Beckinsale was like the number one. Unbelievable. Uh, like hot celebrity. Unfucking believable. Here's another email. B. That basically is my watch. All respect to Dolomite. It is mine and not anyone else's period. I am not going to point out my Red Circle subscription comma whiskey but as your foremost insider behind the scenes of the inner workings of the world's largest airline i love and want my watch please respond when i am announced as the winner then he lists his email and thanks to you ed for the laughs every week that is from david bray gate agent international ticketing specialist (laughs) i love that guy uh here's another one hello fellas i sit to pee when i get up in the middle of the night i don't want to turn the light on or pee on the floor so i take a seat also when i have an erection i'll sit one time i did that and pissed between the toilet seat and the bowl didn't realize it until i pulled up my boxers and they were soaked that's from our hardest wi- later ballers. That's from our hardest wi- listener Wayne. I have to, I have to say, you've been sitting. No, but I have. When there happens to be an erection situation, and one time I did the exact same thing. Yeah. I, I I didn't realize, yeah. and then you get the soak boxes, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Because yeah. it's dark. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I think everyone's had that experience. Yeah, it happens. M- Michelle. 
uh, is has always been a big fan of Night Lights. Oh, I like, love those. Yeah. She, she grew up. So we have like like <sighs> the, when the, the lights off. So I've never had, I never idea. turn on the light. Yeah. But it's like a very, like, you know, very faint light. Yeah, that is a great idea. So I've had those in the past and I don't now. And I realize I would want those. Like we used to have like these little glowing ones that would just kind of sort of lightly illuminate the bathroom. I might get those. Yeah. Here's another one. Hey, Brian, those fruit stands slash carts sound delicious. Talking about our local fruit vendors around here. I wish you would describe again because it sounds delightful. They need to come to Texas, preferably the Woodlands area just north of Houston. Get them to come here. It might be a good business venture for you, but mainly I wanted to say the Who Died song is great. That is from Jim and Conroe. Yeah, the fruit. I'm told that the fruit are local fruit sellers, and I don't know what they're. There's a name for them, but I don't know what it is. Fruitadoras? No. But they, um, apparently they're all. Um, working off their, uh, their, they're all, um, they're all non-citizens that are working off their coyote fees by working the fruit stand is what I was told by a, by someone that would oh, know sad. that. I know that would know that kind of thing. So when I give them, when I tip them $2, they're fucking so excited and the fruit is delicious. And, um, and I hit them up every time, except they're not there a lot of the times that I, that I expect them to be there. But yes, I like the fruit guys. Here's another one. Brian and Ed, go ahead and throw me in the hat for the contest for that shitty looking mafia watch. Also, <laughs> fuck Hootie and the Blowfish. Yes. Coming, yes. <laughs> coming of age in the 90s, we had to deal with garbage bands like Spin Doctors and uh, fucking the Hootie. Worst. I, the worst. I graduated <laughs> in 95. <laughs> and Brian, our dumb pep, pep rally ch- chant was 95, we drink and drive. <laughs> Not our classes, but oh, moment. That's so good. Wow. And at our prom, while waiting to get on the dance floor with our date to start the process of getting our Yeah. Wow. Hold on. I gotta say, hold on. Uh, on the dance floor, getting our feet. He he, he implies he wanted to prime things to seal the deal later. To try to seal the deal later. The only fucking thing resembling a slow song was a fucking song by Hootie. I probably don't need to tell you all this, but as an eager 18 year old, it's hard as hell to try to finger blast your girlfriend hearing as ed so succinctly puts it songs about crying i know this is more the dj's fault more than hootie's fault but they recorded that terrible music this is for brian to fuck up and push the wrong song button as he does every show ed whose dick you peeping (laughs) mr rogers or captain kangaroo second can you play the soup scoop it up song just for shits and giggles? Thanks, fellas. I'm sure I speak for all the listeners when I say that we appreciate all you both do. Jeff and Jeff in Denver. Davy's choice. It's a choice I make. Davy's choice. Watch me shiver while you shake. It's a game we play on the show. Ed approaches a urinal at either adjacent urinal. There is a celebrity well-known person. He only has a chance to look at one of their penises. Who is he picking? Ed, is it Mr. Rod, the sainted Mr. Fred Rogers 
or that horrendous sideburn piece of shit that hated children, Captain Kangaroo. Bob Keisham, I believe, is his name. Bob Keisham. Um, nice. Nice pull. Believe he was a World War II sniper. Really? Oh, so he's is so he'd kill people. Killed, he had that thousand yard stare. Yeah. Um so here's the thing. Mr. Rogers, I love him so much. I was wearing a Mr. Rogers t-shirt yesterday. I love Mr. Rogers. Um he was a slight man. I remember yeah. in the documentary yeah. about him, he he maintained the weight of 143 pounds throughout his adulthood. Really? Yeah, so he was a he was a like a just a wonderful but like little man. Bob yes. Keisham. Oh yeah. I, I don't respect him. Fat he hated hog. kids. Yeah. Him and his stupid ping pong balls yeah. and shit and a dumb red jacket with the big pockets. I also think he could be fairly girthy. Oh yeah. So I, I'm looking at Captain Kangaroo, but mostly out of respect for Mr. Rogers because I just he No, never. I, I, I would never want to make him feel violated. Yeah. I love Mr. Rogers. Yeah, look, look. A, A having those sideburns. B hating kids. Three having having killed in the line of duty. This all these are all adding up to one only one possible scenario. And that means that fa- that Bob Keeshan, uh Captain Kangaroo He's got a fat old hog and he's probably got a big blonde curly bush to match his to match his sideburns. And you got to check that out. How, how are you not looking at that? Of course, you're looking at it. That's that's the right choice. He, he enlisted in the Marine Corps, but was still in the United States when Japan surrendered. Wait. Oh, no. Stolen Valor. This Stolen Valor. Wait. Yeah. Oh, he claimed. Wait. Oh, no. He lied about it. Okay, the urban legend claims that actor Lee Marvin said on The Tonight Show that he had fought alongside Kishin at Battle of Iwo Jima. Yeah. Um, and then it was just published. Uh, but Lee Marvin never made that comment. And it just, you know, people are like, oh, he said it on The Tonight Show. So he never. Oh, yeah, he just kind of rode with it. He didn't. Yeah. Oh, it said he eventually he dispelled the rumors. Right. But, you know, when you're a kid, yeah. oh, you hear, oh, Captain Kangaroo, yeah. Lee Marvin yeah. said he was a sniper at Iwo Jima. And you're like, oh, all right. Yeah, it's like it's like my it's like my um, seventh and eighth grade PE coach, Mr. Wins, who used to call me Becky because I had an earring. And look, he wasn't wrong to do that. It was he was right to make fun of that because it was it was pretty dumb. But he, and he, but he had, he had calves, he had calves, this, the size of, you know, like those San Marzano, um, whole tomatoes that you make tomato, that you make pasta yeah, sauce yeah. out of like the big cans, his calves look like that. They were that wide. <laughs> Jesus. He had, he had massive calves. He was jacked. And people said that's cause he was a Navy SEAL. They're like, don't fuck with winds. He's a Navy SEAL. Now I assume he's dead, right? Because he was probably in his late fifties at the time. This is. The late eighties, so Keishin? Pro- no, Mr. Wins. Yeah, Bob <laughs> Keishin's also there. Mr. So I, I got to assume Mr. Wins is dead. So I'll never know whether or not he was a Navy SEAL. But looking back, 
that's probably just some bullshit that people that somebody just made up because he had muscular yeah, because he was super jacked for a pe coach but you know that's probably as he probably just like played a lot of tennis or fucking rode his bike like you like it's just he just that's how he got the jack calves not being in the navy seal so i just I'm my just, uh now realize yeah just a reminder my gym teacher mr measly he looked at you was dick. a fucking yeah, he was pedo. a creepy pedo piece of shit and he is dead dead yep okay and i'm not playing the scoop it up song it's too hard to find uh here's another one ballers i regret not emailing last week on this but i can't believe you guys just skirted on past brian admitting to regularly quote finishing on himself two weeks ago this is maniac behavior, much like being a fan of WWE or ordering chicken tenders at a restaurant. This is not something you should be doing after you turn 12 years old. Absolute monster. I also can't let Ed get away with saying he would dip a chicken tender in mustard. Even Dijon. Honey mustard is the only exception here. I would argue honey mustard is the grossest of the three. There's a reason the hole on a mustard bottle is so small. It's not a dipping sauce. You drizzle it on a dog or a sandwich. Both MP3 files have been sent to the authorities just to keep an eye on things. <laughs> now that I've insulted you both, I need some advice. My wife's brother is getting married later this month, and I'm the best man. I'm honored, I guess. But I've only known him for four of the five years I've known my wife. I'm dreading setting up a bachelor party, setting up bachelor party stuff with his friends I've never met and obviously giving a speech to a guest list of over 100 people. 90 of them I've never met and most are guests of the bride. Would a barbecue at my house with drinking, a poker table, pool, darts, sports on the TV and gambling be too lame? I'm 29 and they're all mid thirties. I would hope we're past the whole strippers and cocaine kind of party. All I know about them is they like to gamble on pretty much anything like hundreds of dollars on rock, paper, scissors type gamblers. Oh, don't get mad. Don't get caught up with that. Also, any tips on the tone I should look for in this speech or things to definitely avoid saying, I don't have childhood memories with the dude and don't want to offend anyone with my speech. I have only known his wife for a short time. Brian, let me know if this email counts as an entry for the luxurious Lucleone watch. It doesn't. <laughs> Love the show. Thanks, as always, for the content, Drew and Phoenix. There's a lot to unpack there. First of all, I'm, I'm being oppressed for sharing my own sexual journey here on the podcast. And as a 29 year old drew, you are supposed to be sexually accepting of all people. And where it's I pretty gross to finish where, on yourself. Where on I, hey, hold on, Ed, you're from a different generation. You're from the judgmental generation. So I expect this out of you, <laughs> but Gen Gen Z is a firmly sex positive group. So the fact that you would come at me, an older man for my ways, which are uh, no uh, no consequence to you, you 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 know what you need to do? You need to look at that one finger that's pointing at me and see those three fingers pointing back at yourself, Drew, and learn learn how to be accepting of all kinds, even the kinds that occasionally let a little bit you know dribble out onto their. Stomach. Uh, yeah, it happens. Ed, your thoughts? Uh, I'm 
I'm fine getting my balls broken. I yeah. You can never accuse me of putting ranch on my chicken fingers. Oh, delicious. Awful. Oh, it's, um, the, it's the right topping. It's what goes on chicken fingers. It's I'm the one thing. I, know. I just yeah. uh, well, you're a zealot. Yeah, you're a zealot. <laughs> yeah. uh, I I would say. <sighs> Some people real he he's kind of describing a situation where he and his brother are not like the closest of like yeah brother in law are you brother like you have to give the best man speech yeah that's it's actually it's actually such an imposition it so i I've been the best man once, yep, and I was very happy to be the best man and uh but my buddy didn't let me know I was the best man until like the day before the wedding. Mm. He like forgot. He was like, I thought it was implied, but like, then I was like, shit, I got to come up with a speech. So I wrote the speech. I dictated the speech to Michelle as we drove to the the place. Mm -hmm. But in general, um, I, I would just say that if you don't know the, the wife, that well you don't have to talk about it so yeah. much yep you could just say oh you know he's so happy or what you know whatever. yes that's good but advice what i would also say is if you have the capacity to, to break balls without like you know giving the steve buscemi speech where he's like what were they i guess they were hookers you know like where he he in a wedding singer like as long as you don't go over the top and like talk about horrible things he's yeah. done, it's good to do a little breaking balls. Like keep it light, yeah. And more than anything, keep that fucker under like three four minutes. That's what, that's, that's the best advice. Ed's, Brevity is the soul of wit. Yes, Ed's right there. You don't you don't you don't got to pretend to know anybody. What you do is you come in, you zing them with a joke. Just quick joke. Here's here's what you do. Joke one joke. Come in, say something kind of funny and witty, then get into the, hey, just a quick, hey, it's anybody that's spent any time with this couple can see how in love they are and how this is meant to be. And it's a lasting, this is a lasting love. And um, uh, Lizette looks so beautiful tonight. I like the way her tits are pushed up. You can almost see a little nipple there, you know, like all that. <laughs> and then you, and then you go, everybody, please raise a glass. Nobody wants you talking any longer. Everybody wants you to be done so and, much more quickly than you're expecting. Get in and, and get the fuck out. Yeah, and as the best man, you need to be quick because bridesmaid speeches are yes the longest, yep. most boring thing on earth. I, like I've I've been to so many weddings, yep. and like the best bridesmaid speeches are just yep forgettable yep. the worst are like hey remember the time we used to go to the mall in high school and they just drone on They're for drunk. 15 minutes yeah. you're like oh my god this is the worst time of my life her dad is probably gonna make a speech god forbid her mother gets up there to talk it's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of fucking speeches and it it, it essentially Don't puts stand out for being a long one yeah be it's the quickest one exactly it's gonna put people to sleep it's gonna bore the fuck out of everybody get in and get the fuck out that's what people want everybody yeah. so like yeah. you just find you find a zinger or two like right. let, let's say let's say the 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 groom 
yep. is always late for shit. You'd there be like, you oh, well, yeah. thanks. Thanks for taking the time to show up That's good. on time today. Like, yep. you know, just a, like a ball breaking, let them know that like, you know, you're going to break his balls yeah. a little bit and then that's it. And then you say, yeah, but he's so happy and blah, blah, blah. Yes. Perfect. hundred yeah. percent. That's the way you do it. Uh, okay. Let's talk some not sports. Well, it's time, it's time for not sports, not sports segment, segment on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Not sports, not sports, not sports segment. Oh. Ed, what's going on in the world of things that are not sports? TikTok dragged a woman for eating 48. Man, this is uh, this is all uh, autocorrect. 48 oysters on a date before the guy ditched her. and She got stuck with a bill and she posted a video like, can you believe this? I just got the bill and this guy left mid date. She ate 48 oysters. I can't I'll play it. I can't tell if this is fake. Like she's recording the whole time. It's like the production value is a little too good. But you guys tell me what you think. Freeze. This nigga been texting me for weeks talking to himself. Why I didn't block him? Bitch, I don't know. But today I was bored and I had time. So he texts me like, can we meet for drinks? And I'm like, yeah, meet me here. They got the best fucking oysters in Atlanta, like hands down. So I'm like, Now, I can't imagine, and Ed, I don't imagine you're an oyster guy, first of all. No, I've I've just, it like, I've maybe had one oyster in my life. And like, I just... The, you know, the texture is just not going to work with me. Yeah. I, uh, the flavor, it, it would have to be much better than the one I had because I can't deal with that texture. Yeah, it is kind of, it is kind of, it's like a chewy, it's like maybe like what I imagine like a, a, a man's load could be like, like, but in a good way, like they're very, they're kind of chewy, briny. I fucking love oysters, but I would say that, um, about half a dozen is probably my number. You know, if I, if I have about five or six oysters, I'm good. And then I want to move on to something else. This She's getting them by the dozen. And she says they're the best, but they're 15 bucks a dozen, which can't usually oysters are like a few bucks each. So I'm, you know, it's a little concerning, but I'm, I'm look, I'm here for the ride. Let's see what she says. Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Easy and daily in a man, Jay Stewart, Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Talking loud, comments, conundrums, my brothers, reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS. Lifestyles baller, and you know the show is for all us. TBLS, the lifestyles baller.